recognize my voice? You might, you might not, huh? This is the Money Man, Eddie Money, with my good buddy Magic Matt right here. Outlaw Radio. Let me do it again. Are you an outlaw? I'm an outlaw, huh? My probation officer loves me. This is the Money Man, my good buddy Matt right here on Outlaw Radio. Stick him up, motherfucker. This song weighs on my mind for 30 years. Why? Because every radio station throughout the country that I was on the air doing afternoon drive, whether it be Houston or New York City or Los Angeles, this song was re-released every three years <laughs> until it became a hit. Listen to this. Good. This is Benny Mardonis. Listen to this voice. He's only known for this, by the way. That's it. This one song. But like, really great voice. Listen to this. Sexy, Lloyd. Sexy. Sexy. And this is not the original. I can tell by the way it's produced in the beginning, the intro. It's not the original version. Everybody knows this song. Don't sing, please. Is there someone in, anyone in this bar that doesn't know this song? It's my first slow dance with a girl. Yeah. It's this song. What? With a girl, huh? Yeah, that's my first girl. As a matter of fact. Prior to that. Hey, hello, Larry. Yeah. You never know. Dancing with Frankie. <laughs> in West Hollywood. Now, this song was huge, man. Welcome back to Outlaw Radio Live from the Light of Blown. Smoking, drinking, interrupting with the great Joel Diamond. Um, one of the greats in record production. Uh... The man knows what he's doing. We were just talking about Engelbert Humperdinck, and you know that little song you may not recognize after the loving, you know, that Engelbert, that end song, that Engelbert? That's him. That's him. He owns the publishing. This Benny Mardonis tune, released and re-released and re-released, became a hit, became a mid-charter hit, then it became a massive hit, and now I understand... And I don't know when you wrap your arms around this, but you, Joel Diamond, have something to do with this song, correct? More than to do with the song. <laughs> okay. I discovered Benny. Okay. You, you son of a gun. Benny, You're the guy. Yeah, Benny came off the bus from Savage, Maryland. Right. And I was running Mercury Records Publishing at the time, and my assistant, FYI, was Tommy Matola. <laughs> he was working for you. He, wow. he was wow. my assistant. Wow. For two and a half years. Wow. So I brought Tommy in my office. I said, Tommy, it's too bad you couldn't have warned him about Mariah back then. Just oh. saying. I'm just saying you could have helped him. You know something? Huh. It, it, didn't, it didn't hoit. It didn't hoit. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so Benny said, uh, came to my office and he just got off the bus. And he never wrote a song in his life. And he, he was re really pushy, and he said, can I sing for you? I said, yeah, you could sing. He said, I'm going to sing a cappella. I said, okay. And he sang, and the, the voice was magic right back then. He I sang this before. song? No, 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 no. No, he didn't? No. Okay. No. He had never written a song before. Right. So I said, Benny, I'm signing you here to the publishing company. I'm going to give you an office with another writer. He, he said, I never wrote before. I said, you're going to start writing now. <laughs> you're going to write now. And I got him a record deal, like about six months in. And the first record we did was called, do you remember a record called Please Say You Want Me by the Schoolboys? I don't. Please say you want me to. To be your love. See, you have a good voice. See, he also, by the way, this man is also a singer. Well, he's a producer and, and singer. A singer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Benny sang the sh the S out of it. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, so I got him that deal, and then th things went a little south, and 
one thing led to another, to another, to another, and he started writing with a guy named Bobby Tepper, and Bobby and Benny wrote Into the Night. And the guy, uh, the producer of the Stones at the time, I forgot his name, uh, he produced that first Into the Not Night. Not Mutt Lang. No, 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 no. I forgot the name. So he produced the first Into the Night. Then what happened? Then what happened? It was 10 years later. Okay, wait, let me slow you down. Yeah. So, so he produced the first one. It was released, right? Oh, it's top 10. Okay, wait. The first time it was top 10? Yes, it was top 10. I don't recall it being that big the first time. Oh, huge. Okay, because it's sort of a tough song for top 40. It's a little tough. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Right? It's a, you, it doesn't really fit so much. Like After the Love and Engelbert Humberdinck didn't really fit. But no, stood, but Benny's voice Benny's was the thing that sold it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, te- so fast forward now fast 10 years. Fast forward 10 years later. Yeah. A DJ named Scott Shannon. You know who he is? Yeah. yeah. One, of, one, of, one of my dear, dear friends. Okay. Okay. Scott was working in, somewhere in the Midwest. I forgot. Arizona. Hold on just a second, Joe Diamond. Joe Diamond, it's good to be on the show with Scott Shannon here. I just, <laughs> man, I love what you do. And you are one of the rockinest, one of the greatest. Don't you F up my radio station. <laughs> hey, Joe, I'll tell you when we'll play one of your records when it becomes a hit. If it's a hit song, we'll play it. Gotcha. But before then, I was at a luncheon with Scott Shannon and the Bee Gees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. The good impersonation. Scott made that statement to the Bee Gees. I'm minding my own business. It's just me, Scott, the music director, Frankie Blue, and the Bee Gees at the Hilton on Meadowlands Parkway. Mm. And they want this song called One played in 1987 on Z100 in New York. Sure. And they said, you know, Scott, it would be great. And, said, and that's where I get that impression. He said, you know when we'll play that? We'll play that when it becomes a hit. And they said, well, it is a hit. It's not a hit on my radio station. And he's doing this to the Bee Gees. So Barry stands up and says, F you, Scott. Scott says, well, I guess F you, Barry. <laughs> Barry. So, so Scott walks out. said, Magic Matt, come on. And I'm thinking... And you I'm drug looking, me in no, here. And I'm looking at the Bee Gees <laughs> saying, no, this wasn't my I didn't doing. do it. You know, I really love you guys. I think, you know, I think you guys are the that's greatest. Funny. You're the Bee Gees. <laughs> that's how. That's so, yes, funny. Scott and I go way the hell back when I was doing afternoons for him at Z100 in New York. Okay. I'm talking with Scott. Let me ask you a question. I'm not sure. There, there's Scott. Yeah. You want to do what, Scott? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he always starts off before he slams you. Let, <laughs> right, me, right. let me ask you a question. Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So he was doing a show somewhere in the Midwest. I don't remember where. And he was doing one night, One Hit Wonders. And he played Benny's record, Into the Night. And apparently, not apparently, but the kids of 10 years later never heard it before. They went nuts. And the phones lit up. And Scott said, well, you know, maybe I'll try playing it again tomorrow. And he played it on his regular list, and again the phone's there. It was probably in Tampa, Florida. It was no, probably no, in, no, well, no. Oh, was, before Tampa? It was in Midwest. No kidding. I'm, I'm almost positive okay. it was Midwest. Anyway, make a long story short, I found out about it. And I was still with Benny at the time. We're, we're, to this day, we're best You're friends. You're still working with Benny Mardonis, well, okay? Yeah. yeah. Best friends. So I called Mike Kerb. The famous Mike Kerb. The famous Mike. I said, yeah. Mike, I said, something is happening here. I said, Benny's record is taken off again. And to make a long story short, Mike signed Benny, and we did a whole album, which I executive produced. And believe it or not, I now have a version three of Into the Night. <laughs> I love this. Which, which I cut a couple years ago with Benny. Oh. And it is... <laughs> 
Amazing. It's ridiculous. Amazing. I'm t- and, and I'm working on it to try to get it back out again. This is ridiculous. You're out of your mind. I mean, I'm telling you, it's the song that won't go away. Correct. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. A good song is a good song is a good song. When it's a hit so, record, it's well, a hit record. There's a new audience every 10 years, I guess. Right. And right. Benny Mardonis, how is he doing, by the way? Not good. Yeah, I mean. Benny's got Parkinson's. Oh, I'm oh. sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, and he's, um, matter of fact, I went to see him in the hospital a couple weeks ago, and uh, he had brain surgery. Ah, don't hey, bring he, us down. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That I know. sucks. But, he, but, but his sense of humor is the best, and still, you know, he, he's Benny. Benny's yeah. Benny. You know what the sad part is? Yeah. Like you said, everybody knows the song. Immediately. Instantly. Nobody knows who sang it. No, no, they don't. That's the sad he part. He never became a star. Never no. became a star. I being in the radio business, of course, I. Oh, yeah, that's Benny Mardonis. Nobody knows a Benny Mardonis. Nope, nope. Yeah, yes, who sang that? You're playing someone who sang, oh, is that Steve Perry? Or, you know, right. They don't know. Yeah, yeah who People is that? Don't know. Yeah. Okay, a man that you know that I revere. And I revere to this day. And he was he was the greatest when he was on the, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. As a kid, I couldn't wait when I heard that this man was going to be on the Tonight Show. I had to watch. I had to sneak in the hallway and watch while my mom was watching the Tonight Show. Buddy Rich. Mm. A man that you knew? Very, very well. Now, caustic, little caustic, right? Yeah, that, huh? that, was, that was him. That was his uh, yeah, M.O., yeah. But a perfectionist. Oh, yeah. Hence, oh, yeah. Hence coming off a bit caustic. When someone knows what they want and what they need to achieve perfection, do what they say. Listen to what they say and follow through. How did you work and how did you know the great drummer of all time, Buddy Rich? Okay. I, unf- <laughs> I never worked with him. How I met him, believe it or not, I took out his daughter. I dated his daughter. So did Bruce Gary from the Knack. Bruce Gary from the Knack. Kathy. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. who Bruce dated. And by the way, Bruce Gary from the Knack, the drummer from the Knack, he took, le- Buddy gave him his a lot of lessons and showed him how to use his left hand on a snare drum. Wow, that's and that's where Bruce got his, uh, the, the finesse and that left hand, that left hand, I that bet, left hand. I bet Joel yeah. Diamond knows how to use his left hand. Hey. I think you know what I'm talking I about. I guess his but daughter got around. So, you, wait, so that's how I met Buddy and we became really, really good friends. And I will never forget yeah, I was an artist myself on five different record labels. Right, and it was—I uh, was like the king of the, the, kid, the, kid, the, the Jewish king of disco. Yeah, I know you were. You—you <laughs> you had there's one album. I'll get to that soon. But yeah. yeah, you were this big disco dude. Yeah, I was a big disco dude. Yeah, and I'll never forget. But I, I had a penthouse on Central Park South, not the whole ben, top floor of not building. Not too shabby. And Buddy and Kathy came up one day, and Kathy said to, to her dad, "said Dad, I want you to hear about Joel's new album." And I put on, it was called Tall on the Saddle. I'll never forget. He's a disco record. He's not going to like And Buddy sat there. I have a videotape to this day of Buddy listening to it. Oh, I'd love to see that. I'd be happy to show it to you. I I would, that would be I'd be happy to show it to you. We would stick that on our our page at outlawradiolive.com. Oh, I'll show, I have it, you know, I. Yeah. uh, Buddy's expression was hysterical. Because he hated. He had to hate. He had to hate. (laughs) He hated disco. Oh, yeah. And he hated country music. Yeah. Now, are you aware what happened down in Nashville? When Buddy was playing and performing in Nashville, he had a heart attack. And they rushed him to the hospital. And while he was in a gurney, rolling him down the, the, down the hallway, the doctor said, uh, Mr. Rich, Mr. Rich, are, uh, are you allergic to anything? And he said, uh, yeah, country music. <laughs> 
and that hit all the awesome. newspapers down in Nashville. Awesome. And <laughs> only Buddy would say that. Oh, in Nashville, I'm allergic to country music. He was a pisser. And by the way, he also wore one of the worst. Any, any Jewish people here? Hair, hair pieces? Scheidels. <laughs> hair pieces? Yeah. One time when I was living, when I, one time I was living in New York. Uh, Kathy called me, and I was going out to L.A., yeah. and I was, I was staying out here. She, he, she said, you know, Buddy's coming out from one night. Uh, he's performing. He said, uh, he doesn't have a hotel. Can he stay with you in the room? I said, oh, of course you can stay. i got two beds in here. This is a great story. She said, yeah, he's, he's coming in late. I said, okay. So I came back to the room maybe around 10 o'clock. I didn't know Buddy was there yet. And I never knew he wore a, a, a hairpiece. Hair yeah. <laughs> and I walk in the room. It was dark. And I see this thing laying out there. I thought it was a spider. <laughs> And I took my shoe and actually started hitting it. <laughs> and it was Buddy's hairpiece. What's it and do- he comes out of the bathroom. What the hell are you doing? Balls it- and he goes, oh, my God. I didn't know that was your, th- I didn't know that was your thing. On the- what's, a, what's a tarantula doing in my room? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. In New York, of all places. It was great. It was great. That's funny, man. Oh, man. Hey, we got, I got Buddy stories, man. Oh, he, was all, he also had this tremendous fear of death. You couldn't say the word around him. So I'll never forget one time I was going to Kathy's house to take her on a date. And I was just coming from a funeral. And Kathy said, don't tell my father where you're coming from. Right. So I was dressed in a suit and ties I hardly ever wore. And Buddy said, Joe, where were I? I forgot. I said, where, where, where were you? He said, I was at a funeral. And she went, oh, no. And Buddy went, God rest his soul, man. One of the greats. Oh, yeah. One of the best of the best. And we're sitting here in an 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar with one of the greats in Joel Diamond. More with Joel when we return on Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Outlaw Radio. The staccato hoofbeats of a golden palomino, carrying a man who fights wherever justice needs a champion. Magic Matt Allen. 